hey man, you keep it up. You keep praying, yeah. you keep planning. And, and part of this is just faith. My, my discipline work and my planning and my prayer, it demonstrates my faith. What up, my friends? Welcome to the Bible Leadership Podcast. My name is Pastor Mark Carter, and my question for you today is, have you ever been concerned that you might plan yourself right out of God's will or miss His will because you weren't paying attention? Well, today I'm joined by Pastor Brandon, and we're going to offer four keystone habits for getting God's will right more of the time. And today, Mark, we're talking about. Um, I'm worried that I'm going to mess up God's plan, and yeah, you know, this is going to be a short episode because if if you do mess up God's plan, just use the time stone. Yeah, we'll just go right back. Go back in time. Yeah, fix it. yeah. <laughs> That's your takeaway. That's your takeaway today. So yeah, we're like I said, we're talking about. I'm worried I'll mess up God's plan, and your leadership lesson from that that blog was: we diligently make plans. God decides which ones work, and then his work is actually us. Yeah. And I think my two takeaways were diligently make plans. So that means we're not just wasting time. We're not just yep. relaxing and yep. being lazy yep. uh, while we wait. And his work is us. So like it's not he's less concerned with what we're going on to do. We always think about God's will as this thing I go do now. And his work is who we're becoming on the way, right? Yeah, that's it, man. I think I think there's a lot of seasons that we go through in life, and some of them can be really exciting. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, man, like I've got plenty to do, so I kind of know what to do. Right. And then there's other seasons that are more like the desert. They're more mm-hmm. like um, Elijah at the Kareth Ravine. We, we don't know what to do necessarily. Like It's not obvious what God's will is in this season. Maybe it's a drought season. Maybe it's a... Uh, it's a recovery season. Who knows what kind of season it is? But we face these tensions, and we can be like, what is God's will? Like, what's the next step? What's the trail I should take? And and I think that's natural. I think we want things to progress, most of us, especially if, if you're like a Bible leader. You're a leader. You want to move something forward. Yeah, right. And then we can be worried that because we have so little direction, we can be afraid we're going to do the wrong thing. Right. Okay, what if I – I'm just kind of stuck. What if I stay here and do nothing and then I was supposed to do the thing? But what if I go off in this yeah. direction and I was supposed to stay here? What if I did the wrong thing? Yeah. And then like the am I going to mess up God's plan? Right. And I know that Kenzie and I, we really – we faced this a lot um, when we were first married. We were part of a – a church split that just kind of went south and we're, we're left there in the rubble. We had a brand new baby and we just didn't know what to do. We didn't know where to go. We didn't know even what jobs to take because I was a pastor at this church and now that was gone. And so we, we just had a lot of, I'm confused. And then I got sick. And yeah. so that added some confusion. And so we had all these things. I feel like God wants to do this, but then the opposite was happening to us. And so it just became about how do we move forward when the Things that we thought were going to happen by now didn't happen, mm-hmm. and we don't have any clear direction from God. So, I mean, I think the first thing that I would encourage people is it's awesome that you even care about God's will. Let's just yeah. own that because yeah, a lot huge. of people don't care about God's will at all. So, Good hey, man, to start. props to you. Yeah. And I think I want to spend the rest of the time with you be talking about what it looks like to make sure the big things are in place so that yeah. we can hear from God. Yeah, I'm super pumped, man. So what does it look like? How do we get this right more of the time? So in in the season that Kenzie and I were in, and really since then, we've been looking at what are those things you want to make sure are part of your paradigm of pursuing the voice of God. So one of them is obviously you study scripture. The problem with studying scripture is we know that doesn't contain all of God's will. Like there's just things, yeah, but for you right now, what does God want you to do in this season? Obviously all of it, but then what else in particular? And then even, this complicates it further, when he does talk to us, 
you know, God is, I mean, he's so beautiful and wonderful, but he's super cryptic yeah, sometimes. Right. You're like, I don't, I could guess what Get that the means. general principles. And I think in the early years, you presume what that means. And, mm-hmm. you know, at least for me, we tried a bunch of stuff like, this is God. And then, like, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, nope, I was way off. And right. then years later, you figure out, actually, that was, that was God. I just misinterpreted what he was trying to do. Sure. And so you've got this problem of God does speak, but you don't always know what he means. And so you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So how do we figure out better how to actually be led by God in these seasons of drought or these seasons where we don't know what to do? and we're afraid we're going to jack it up. Yeah, so there's four things, right? There are. What's the first one? So the first one is it's not a super surprise, but it's prayer. This is where, you know, we're we're bringing before God our situation. Like whatever else you do, man, you got to start with prayer. You got to start with, God, what do you want me to do? And I think early on, I was just like, so God, do the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really praying about the inner man enough. I wasn't mm-hmm. praying for God, give me wisdom. God, search my heart. Because if, if there's if there's distance between me and the thing you want to do in my life, probably I'm the problem most yeah. of the time. <laughs> so would you deal with my motives, deal with my patience, deal with what I give myself to do and the amounts that I do? I think Nehemiah, this is how he starts, man. Before he, before he even goes back to Jerusalem, he's just praying, God, what would you have me do? Like there's just a season where... There's prayer and and leaning in and trying to hear from God. And this is where the work is actually us. And I Mm -hmm. think it's in prayer Mm -hmm. that we get more. Man, just because God spoke to you doesn't mean he's done speaking. But we're like, I got it. And then we're confused why the things aren't happening around us. No, because it's time to chill. It's time to pray. It's time to, you know, marinate in this stuff. Because really, at the end of the day, what is God trying to do? He's trying to shape the character. And I see this all the time, probably even in myself more than than I realize, but we can have this crazy idea that we're going to do God's will, but we're going to do it in our own strength, sometimes in our own selfishness, even if we have to manipulate people or situations Mm. to do it. Uh And we just got to know, man, you can't do God's will if you don't do it God's way. Come on. He doesn't want little robots to just go do it. Yeah. He wants people that represent his character to the world. And so I think one of my questions is, how ungodly do you have to be to pull this off? Because <laughs> if you've got to do something evil to do this, dude, it's not time Maybe to do it. Maybe that's not the thing. Yeah, that's not the way. For that's the not time, the way right? God would take you. Yeah. You're out of his will. Hmm. So first and foremost and throughout the whole process is just, God, help me become the man or woman of God that I'm supposed to be. That sounds like a super blessable prayer, man, to be praying, God, make me the right guy or the right right gal to go do this thing. That's it. You know what? I had that's a conversation good. with with one of my daughters recently, you know, just talking about, hey, praying for your husband in the future. You know, yeah. she's not married yet and yeah. and praying for who who's this guy gonna be. And um and and a lot of folks, you know, got their list. God, I, I need a spouse like this. I need mm-hmm. them to be this, 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 and this. They're this tall. And that's really great. Right. But one of the things I challenged her was and pray for you that you would be the kind of woman that he would want to give to his son. Hmm. Like there's stuff in me that isn't ready That's for huge, whatever man. this thing is. And and I, if we can apply that to more areas of life, I think That's such a great us. example. It puts such a great uh, perspective on the waiting season that she's in right yeah. now. That, that, that there's time to be praying that prayer and have that be cooking, yeah. uh, so to speak, in that time. That's huge. And I don't mean to be offensive to people, but, I mean, God gives good gifts. Yeah. 
are you the kind of gift he wants to give? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, huge, man. <laughs> like your current refinement level? Yeah. Is all your hell just going to puke out at some point? You know, that, that <laughs> oh, we should have had more time yeah. you know, spent on that. That's great perspective. So that's the first one is prayer. What, what's the next one? Yep. So we always got to pray. And then we got to plan wisely, wise planning with as much information as possible. This is where we go to town and say, you know, yes, God speaks to me, but he speaks through uh, growing and understanding. God wants me to get knowledge. Uh, Proverbs 19.2 says, desire without knowledge is good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? Hmm. So sometimes it's just like, God's like, okay, now go research it. Now mm-hmm. go spend time, read five books on it. Learn mm-hmm. everything you can about this thing instead of just w- hoping the Lord will just, <clears throat> there, there it goes. I, I'm guessing Noah had to learn a thing or two about carpentry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Lord, he told Noah to make it. And yeah. that probably took, there was probably a learning season, you know, that everyone's got to go through. And so I think that's, that's the place we miss. This is the playbook. Well, here's with my limited knowledge, here's how I do it. But now I go get more knowledge. And he, well, here's maybe some other things we need to know about it. And now I go get more knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we're just writing these different plans. Now, God doesn't always use our plans. In fact, most of the time he uses pieces of them because yeah. he's got his own plan and the, the pathway is very squiggly. I've just found again and again, the scriptures testify, God wants us to be diligent about making plans. It's it's a process that he inhabits, and he leads us to new learning, new opportunities in order to move forward. That's huge, man. So like you're saying, you're praying for the thing. Are you going to know what to do when God sends the thing like when yeah, it shows up yeah, do you exactly. know how to use it right like, yep. like you're praying maybe your your church would grow do you have any plans to accommodate that like if it doubles overnight what are you gonna is exactly. it gonna break yeah yeah like do you, do you have any planning laid out for for that season when you get there and i think the lord anoints curiosity like he mm-hmm. wants people that are willing to go find out willing to do the work well i wish i just would get a download from heaven well, you're going to wait a long time right. because that's not usually how it goes. God wants to see the hungry duck. Yeah. He wants to see somebody go after it and get stirred up and, and demonstrate that zeal for the Lord. Huge, man. So we got prayer. We got wise planning. What's next? Disciplined work. Ooh, Ow. Say it again. Disciplined work. And a lot of people don't like this, but check out Proverbs 6, 6 through 11. This is, this is the whole little ant proverb. Hey, man, go to the ant, you slugger. Consider his ways and be wise. God likes us stirred up, man. Our bodies were made for activity. Mm-hmm. Um, we were made to do stuff. We were not made to just watch Netflix all day or just um, you know sit on the couch and eat eat chips or, or whatever. Like, and I'm not saying that our people are doing that, but I'm just saying, look, God anoints sweat. Yeah. God wants to see us get after it. So even if you don't know what to do, even if you're a season like, well, I am working hard. I, I am doing stuff. Hey, man, you keep it up. You keep praying. Yeah. You keep planning. And, and part of this is just faith. My my disciplined work and my planning and my prayer, it demonstrates my faith. Mm-hmm. Like I'm proving, God, I really believe you're going to bless and anoint this. I'm operating according to your word. It's easy to get excited sometimes about how shiny this thing is. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, those shiny things in life, like something new comes along, oh, this is a great new opportunity, great new project. And we leave behind the thing that we were working on that really God wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes discipline means I'm not going to let myself be distracted mm-hmm. by seven more things that are shiny. Mm-hmm. when God has already given me this thing to work on and believe him for. Yeah, and so, yeah so we got to prioritize the right things. Other times I think where discipline needs to happen is where we're trying to move one ball forward, but there's a character issue that we're neglecting. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, if we're married, it's our marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas God, would you turn me loose on this thing? Would you help me get this thing moving? And he's like, why don't you go home and we'll love your wife? Yeah. Because I already told you about that. Yeah. Like, that was a big deal. And I don't want you inheriting this promised land unless you're the kind of spouse that is 
making it happen at home. You know what I'm right. saying? I know you want to do this thing, but your finances are kind of a wreck. Right. So how can I have you lead others if you're not very trustworthy with work. what I've given you yeah, to begin with? And so sometimes discipline just means work harder, but other times it means narrow the focus and don't give your heart to every little love that flashes across the screen. Yeah. You, you ask me often, are you rocking your primaries? Yeah. And and that's always a really focusing question for me because there can be, you know, for, for my personality type, there can be, I can just carry this sense of dread that I'm failing at something Mm -hmm. like there's just there's something that I need to to do or work on or accomplish that's not getting done and it's falling apart yeah and when you ask that question well if it's a primary can you explain that a little bit yeah yeah so the the primary versus just secondary or other focuses that yeah it'd be great on the side to get to get you know any other work done but these primaries are the three or four or five areas of life that like yep. I need to win at. So being like, a husband, yeah. being a father. Yeah, absolutely. Got to win at that. Yeah. So your kids it's like you. Less. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. <laughs> so we got prayer. We got wise planning. We got disciplined work. And what is the fourth one? The fourth one is just trust in season, out of season. Mm. My God is not crazy. Hey, I want to relieve everybody of the burden of being your own shepherd. Mm. Like you're not a good shepherd. You're just a sheep. Yeah. The sheep is never qualified to be the shepherd. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I've never, I've never seen, seen, seen happen, like a sheep yeah. like grab the you know <laughs> I'll take, grab the I'll crook out of, the, out of the shepherd's hands. Um, they're not smart enough to do it, and you and I are not smart enough to do it. Yeah, the shepherd alone can be the shepherd, and so allowing God to grow perseverance in us of like, and that comes through trial. It comes through endurance of in season and out. I'm going to trust God. He's still taking me the wisest way. He's still sovereign. He still knows what to do. This means I surrender the agenda. I surrender the timetable. I I mean, I think there's so many times we should just, we should even come to the end of ourselves and just, God, I don't know. I do not know what to do. I don't know how to move forward. I'm doing all the planning I can. I'm being as disciplined as I can with everything you've shown me to do. And I'm asking you to bless it. Mm -hmm. And if if you're withholding something from me right now, it is because of your good heart of love toward me. Trust. You've got something you've got something that's better for the situation long term. And you use trial to sanctify me. And this is like one of the tools in the in the shepherd's toolbox. He uses trial. And that means patience tests and, and, and withholding. So we always need to be walking in trust. And I just want to encourage anybody that's really down and out lately. And you're like, you're, you're, you're struggling to hang on. Hey man, you can do it. The shepherd is not going to let go of you. Mm-hmm. Jesus, he will take care of what's supposed to happen. And maybe sometimes with this trust is letting go of what we thought was supposed to happen. It's letting go of the person we thought we were supposed to be. Listen, Jesus will make you who you're supposed to be. Didn't he tell his disciples, I will make you fishers of men? Yep. He did not have any confidence in their ability <laughs> to figure it out. To pull this thing off. <laughs> yeah. But his confidence was in himself. And so we need to put our confidence in him as well. That's so huge, man. I love it. One more thing to remember we make our plans, we get disciplined about it, we're diligent to, to go after it. But God's work is us, we're part of the project. And if you're a leader, like you want a project, can I just encourage you? You and I are God's project. He's working on us. It's not all about getting there. Let him do his work. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope that you found this information helpful. I'll look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Hey, let me just remind everybody, two important opportunities coming up. One is the Global Leadership Summit. The Church I Lead, Torch of Faith, is a host site, and we'd love to see you there on August 8th and 9th. You can go to the torch.church 
slash GLS to find out all the information about getting the super early bird rate. Also, don't forget that the Sword Girl Conference is coming up, and that is going to be September 20th and 21st. You've heard me talk a lot about that. You've got through May 26th to get the super early bird price there, too. Only $70. Go to swordgirlconference.com. Well, guys, I've had so much fun today, and I hope that you've really found this content helpful. If you have, would you do me a favor? Share it with somebody that you think may be helped by it. In the meantime, keep leading from the Scripture, not just near the Scripture, and we'll see you next time.